0: Welcome to the Rebuild the Body Podcast, where we explore ways to better understand what it means to be human, body, and soul. As we develop a better understanding of the Catholic faith in regards to being human, we can discover its impact and helping us to bounce back from injuries, setbacks, and sin in pursuit of our fitness goals and living out our unique role in building up the body of Christ. I'm your host, Marty Langwood. Let's get started. And welcome back. <laughs> you know, right now I'm feeling just so much joy right now in my life and really just want to enjoy this feeling of joy. Um, that doesn't mean everything is going perfectly for me right now. And there are some, there are areas in my life that are in need of improvement. Um, some things aren't exactly going my way at the moment, yet I'm still feeling a lot of joy. And you know what is helping me with that? (laughs) Surrounding myself with joyful people. It it really is contagious. And it should be spread. So if you want to be a contributor for spreading this joy, I'm gonna say the simplest way and most effective way is just to smile. (laughs) It really does make a difference. So, why would this matter? Because of where I want to gear our focus for the episode here. The incarnational reality of fitness. The incarnational reality of our world and of our faith is real. And our faith in it is necessary to better understand what it means to be human, And why bringing Catholicism and fitness together matters. You know, if you look around the world, and if you look in your own room, if you look outside, we live in a world full of symbols. I mean, we see them everywhere. I, for one, I I love learning about symbols. I love the story behind the symbol and the evolution of its meaning. I'll admit, one of my guilty pleasures are the Dan Brown books. You know, the Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons, The Last Symbol. I know his quote-unquote conspiracy theories provoke quite a bit of uh, conversation between the Catholic Church and secular world. And honestly, if you want to read the Church's response on the matter, all you gotta do is go to the USCCB website. Um, And they have Catholic reviews on books and movies. And really, all this review said was it was a nice story. These are all nice stories. Um, And they are, in fact, fiction. I mean, there's so much evidence to convey that um, if you approach them with reason and with a really good understanding about the Catholic faith on some of the things uh, Dan Brown brings up in his books. But what I enjoy about his books are the way he draws out symbols and their meanings. Again, like I said, we we use these symbols and we see symbols everywhere. For example, on both ends of the street I live on has a stop sign. On both ends of the street, indicating the meaning to stop. Even then, the message isn't always received, unfortunately. So what is a symbol What on earth does this have to do with fitness? Well, first, let's define symbol. A symbol, all it is, by definition, is something that is tangible and reminds us of a reality that is intangible. It's something that is visible, um, that reminds us of a reality that is invisible. For example, if I were to ask you to show me the number three, you would probably give me three fingers, or maybe the numerical symbol we use for the number three. Until we put the three fingers up, or write out the number three, it remains an invisible and abstract concept. Thanks to the symbols we use for the number three, the number three becomes visible to us. Consider All the other ways we use symbols from, again, street signs, we got sports team logos, patriotic symbols like the flag or military rings, superheroes, the ring from the Lord of the Rings. Oh, so much symbolism and richness behind the meaning of that story and the ring itself. Um, Our holidays, right? When we see the jack o' lantern, we associate that with Halloween. When we see the Christmas tree, we associate that with Christmas and so much more. They're everywhere. And the Catholic faith is no stranger to the concept of symbols. In fact, as Catholics, we thrive on this invisible and visible reality in our world. Like our crucifixes, um, images of Our Lady, and even the material goods we use like water, oil, bread, and wine to make the invisible reality of God's grace visible to us in the sacrament. The fullest expression we have of that being the bread and wine becoming the true and real presence of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity. When it comes to the human person, we gain a sense of clarity of our visible and invisible reality in the first two chapters of Genesis, especially in the first one. You know, the creation stories. God says, let us make man in our own image and likeness. God created humankind in his own image. He created the human person with an invisible and visible reality. The invisible being our soul, while the visible complement is the body. Because of the soul, because of our soul, we have this innate desire to seek out God and search for meaning in our lives. And even recognize the hand of God in the good, true, and beauty of creation. Just think of those awe-and-wonder moments you have of staring at the mountains or looking out at the ocean. Or if you've been to the Grand Canyon, just that awestruck struck uh, attention that it draws this invisible reality becomes tangible through the material reality that surrounds us. Again, just think about some of those locations the mountains, the ocean, the Grand Canyon. As a result, the existence of the human person is a part of this reality, it's a part of that reality the visible and the invisible. Jesus fulfills this truth in the event of his incarnation. In Jesus, the invisible God becomes fully visible to us and enables us to grow in our knowledge of God through our human nature. In the person of Jesus Christ, God has a physical face. We have images of Jesus smiling. We know he got angry. And experience sadness. All emotions of God that become explicit through the person of Jesus. And here's the really cool part about this. (laughs) And probably one of the things that gets me all excited. Is the mystery of the incarnation continues today. The word that became flesh and dwelt among us 2,000 years ago. Still dwells among us and does so through us. This is confirmed in Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit? In other words, it is through the work of our hands, the steps we take with our feet, our ears to listen. And yes, once again, even the simple smile that comes off our face through which others can experience Christ's loving and healing presence through us and, of course, joy. (laughs) In my time working in hospice and hospital ministry, and even some of my own personal experiences, of course, I gained even more clarity of the human person, body, and soul. I discovered this integration of the two and how when one of those aspects of the person was suffering and is suffering, it affects the whole person. Combining the knowledge of the incarnational uh, spirituality and human experiences, for me personally, has elevated my passion and love for fitness. People come to me with the desire to improve their health. Solely for the purpose of living a healthy life, right? This might involve losing weight, developing strength, or even alleviating some aches and pains from stiff muscles due to the effects of stress in their current situation. Recognizing this need, I have found the fitness world to be where, for me personally, is where God's calling me to evangelize. And probably has a lot to do with why I'm feeling a lot of joy right now. And just as our interior life has a way of presenting itself through the aches and pains of our body, the alternative can also be true. For example, when a mother loses the ability to effectively move her body due to a broken bone, arthritis, or other chronic illness, it provokes thoughts and emotions that can affect the way she wants to live her life. The struggles of holding her child, cooking dinner, and keeping the house clean can have her questioning her value as a mother or as a wife even, leading to emotions of overwhelm and inadequacy. She may even question God's motives or presence in her life. It is clear Jesus acknowledged this reality in just about all of his healing miracles. He didn't just heal people spiritually. He healed them physically as well. Fitness plays a role in this integration of the human person. And it can do so by enabling a mother to cook dinner for her family with limited aches and pains in her joints. It can give her the energy needed to clean the house before the in-laws arrive. In addition, she can also learn to listen to her tired body and busy mind, to discover the value of slowing down from time to time, to rest and be present to our Lord. Fitness not only provides physical benefits, but a profound spiritual well-being as well. Ultimately, It integrates a sound mind and sound body on the way to eternal happiness. Once again, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, If you are listening, and from wherever it is you are listening, uh, whether it's through the Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the other options that are available to you, please go ahead and hit like. Subscribe, whatever it is, um, you have access to. Also, if you have questions about better integrating your Catholic faith and fitness, please go ahead and reach out to me at the Catholic Fitness Coach on Instagram. Go ahead and send me a direct message, and we'll take the next steps from there. And have an amazing day, and God bless.